fight me. Hello and welcome to Bite Me. My name is Julia Steyer. And I'm Bacola Ogunmola. And I love vampires. And I do not. And we are keeping with the theme of collaborating with other podcasters. And so I'm super excited about the theme of this one. It was actually, or this other podcast, it was actually brought to us by Francesca, whom you all know and love. Yes. Um, She was working at a management company and she was like, oh my God, this guy runs a podcast called the Van PD Diaries. Yes. And I was like, please tell me more. Just like <laughs> immediately. I was like, I, he, we sound like he and I would be BFFs. Yes. And so him and his wife, it's run by Peter and Ashley Harmon. Yeah. He has never seen the Vampire Diaries, which just like hurts my heart. And <laughs> Ashley is a super fan. Yes. So they're basically us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Except they're married and they have children. Uh, Bacola and I are also married and have children, so yeah. I don't know what she's talking That's about. That's true. But, uh, so they watch it together and it's, they just discuss yeah. what they think about it. And I was so excited. I was listening to the first episode and I really feel like him and Bacola are gonna hit it off because they're both like, why are these hundred year old men hidden on 16 year olds? Yes. Uh, that was one of the first, like Pete had me dying because uh, like, especially that first episode was kind of like, okay, we met a lot of people. And then like, <laughs> was like, I don't think I'm gonna remember all the people we went through. And then like, remembered most of them. And I was like, dude, I'm so proud of I you. I was very proud of him I was him impressed. Too. I mean, like he didn't know all their names, but he, he he got that he was like, there's like an ex and then like a boyfriend <laughs> yes. and then like a blonde girl. And I was like, Peter is here. Yeah. He's got it. But then like listening to their development through the seasons, I'm like, oh, shoot. Kind of like me where I'm like, mm, oh, mm, oh. Um, and Peter's also, Pete is also a writer. So uh, I. I think he has a very, like, we're also writers, but, like, he writes But he, plays. like, gets he's money like, for he, it. Yeah, like, he writes screenplays <laughs> and he like, gets paid for it. So um, he's looking at it through a, also a very specific lens, so that's really cool. That's a really good point. I'm Yeah, no, I'm very excited for them to introduce themselves and just to hear what they think about Daybreakers. And this was actually recommended to us by Pete. Yes. Um, so I'm very excited. I hadn't heard of it. Yeah. Which I feel like I should have. I feel like it's a famous one. Yeah. I haven't heard of it because, again, you heard the intro. Because she doesn't like vampires. So. And she's busy taking care of our kids. Um, So, so quick synopsis. Daybreakers is a 2009 science fiction action horror from Horror. Horror. Written and directed by Michael and Peter Spierig. That's a German last name. I feel like I should know how to pronounce it, but that was my best guess. The film takes place in a futuristic world overrun by vampires and centers around a vampiric corporation. Which sets out to capture and farm the remaining humans while researching a substitute for human blood. Ethan Hawke plays vampire (gasps) hematologist Edward Dalton, whose work is interrupted by human survivors led by former vampire Elvis, who has a cure that could save the human species. Oh. And he's played by William Defoe. Whoa. Okay. Okay, this is wait, I'm overwhelmed with the amount. Of information I've just received. You sound in my like memory. Pete in the first <laughs> the first fifteen minutes of Vampire Diary. Um, I'm so, what? Okay, William Defoe is a human against mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke, who's a vampire who's trying to figure out how to make synthetic human blood. Yes. While William Defoe's character Elvis <laughs> is trying to save humanity. It sounds well. It sounds like he has found a way to turn these vampires back into humans. Yes. Because he said, like, well, okay, I think it could go two ways. Since instead of cure to save the human species, species it's either turn the vampires back or, or kill all of them. 
Well, I was thinking, oh, that too. So three ways. So or kill all of them. Uh Or the way I was thinking too is if he is able to do something to humans that make it so vampires can't drink their blood. Kind of like in Only Lovers Left Alive, where they couldn't really drink the blood anymore because because everyone was so like polluted and, and, you know, toxic. So I feel like it could be one of those So basically kill, it's technically still just a two. So it's like. Kill the vampires or... To, oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But there is, a dif- there is a difference between a total uh, massacre and just like, oh, what? we're slowly just... Killing um, them off. So basically, it's like the difference between like genocide or making the poor suffer until they all can't live in the capitalist society that we have created for ourselves anymore. Thank you what you're that. saying. Yeah. Got it. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> just saying, guys. <laughs> Save the earth, okay? Oh <laughs> Use less or plastic. I make, or it's a total genocide or turn everyone into a vegetarian, which some people would say is the same thing, and I find that very offensive as a vegetarian. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are like, the, those are the two. That hurts. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. that's exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. No so. offense to my vegetarian homies out there. My brother and his family are now vegetarians. Oh. Except for goat meat. That makes zero sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very My Big Fat Creek Wedding. Yes, uh uh-huh. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. I'm a vegetarian. Lamb. I'm like, wait, what? That was, you know, that was like one of my family's favorite. That, Coming to America and like My Big Fat Creek Wedding, family favorites. Like, truly, the Ogunmolas could not get enough of those two movies. Is there, do you see a connection between Nigerian families and Greek families? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's the same thing. The Windex thing is what we do to Tylenol. Tylenol can heal... Anything. That's really bad. Tylenol, you, what? Have you ever tried Tylenol on anything? Done. You're fine. You're healed. Take two, done. Anyway, um, so, Daybreakers. What are you expecting from it? I expect day to be broken. I think it's going to be a- <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> I think it's going to be an all-night fight, or, like, a fight that's every night, and what it is is that, like, they can only fight at night, so when day- the Daybreakers oh. are, like, the humans. Those oh, are the people I that see. can enter into day. They can break the day. Do you think there's going to be some, like, guerrilla fighting tactics where they're going to wait till the vampires are all asleep? During then, the day? Like, in the morning, go, like, go in and try to- or do you think- I feel like it'll be harder. I feel like it'll be that thing where, like, the vampires are super high-tech, especially because it said it's a futuristic world, so it's probably, like, going to be impossible to do any sort of, like, infiltration into their, you know, lair Lair or whatever. while they're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I do wonder if it is going to be, yeah, a lot of night fighting. But then I feel like, I don't know, I'm curious, this feels very, um, The Walking Dead, almost. Mm. Or, like, very, like, you've got these humans, these unaffected humans that have to band together. And I'm trying to think, in Walking Dead, you know, they... They didn't seek out the fights. I mean, okay, granted, I only watched season one, so, like, that could have changed. Yeah. But, like, in season one of it, it was, like, they only fought when encountering, uh-huh. like, um, zombies. So I uh-huh. wonder if that's going to be the same thing here, that it's not really going to be, like, a, oh, my gosh, we've, we're banding together and we're going to take on this corporation. I wonder if it's, like, we're just trying to live our lives. Leave us alone. Yeah, and anytime we're, like, our, our security is breached, then we fight. You you saying the vampires are going to do this? No, no, no. I think the humans. Oh, I, because the humans are the minority in this. Yes, that's true. And so I I I don't think you can fight when you're five humans against five thousand vampires. You know that's what I mean? Like true. I think it's more of like we fight when necessary for survival. But I I don't see them leading like a military operation against mm, it. So you think that the vampires are the bad guys? Yeah. Wow. I do. I don't, weirdly enough, I feel like Ethan Hawke isn't because it feels, it sounds like he's the one who's trying to find the synthetic blood. Uh huh. But other vampires are like, no, let's just eat. 
Or I don't even know, though, that raises an interesting question. Okay, this is going to, like, sound too, like, woo-woo. But, Do like, it. if someone were watching someone from a different place, say, like, like outer space, different place. Got it. Mm-hmm. Was watching a video on humans and animals. Mm-hmm. Because we are just eating one, does that necessarily make humans the villains? That's what I wonder about this. They're not, it sounds like they're not attacking humans. It's just their food source. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if they go the route of, oh, because they're eating us, they are therefore inherently evil. Mm. Or if it goes the route of like, we are just their cows. Yes. We are just their chickens. That's like, very funny that you are the one who brings that up. <laughs> because you're like, are they the villain because they're eating the... Cause I the don't, food source. They're I don't eating e- their literal food, food source. source. Yeah. I don't even think of it like that. And I am a, I'm a meat eater. Mm-hmm. But I don't even consider it, but you as someone who doesn't even eat me and are like, does that make humans terrible? No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, And you could easily be one of those uh, vegan vegetarians that are like, you were a killer, 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 but you've ordered me chicken, so. <laughs> I have ordered you chicken. I'm like, you need to eat. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. Have some chicken. Um, so that is very interesting. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. Are they, are they inherently evil because they're just eating? Because, and that's why I just brought up the like, if someone who was wasn't a part of our context saw how we lived yeah we are not a part of the context of the rules of that world yeah. so it's it's in- and especially with the vampires being the majority we're the majority you right know, now us yeah. versus cows yeah like <laughs> you know what i mean so anyway thank you for following my train of thought no on no no, no no that made perfect sense i was actually <laughs> like really um it wasn't woo woo like that was a real like deep thought moment that i'm like wow that is so true no because i'm so surprised julia had a deep thought no it's not that it's more like so then who is the protagonist because Mm -hmm. all i'm thinking now is you you know the wizard of oz thing Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like okay you dropped a a house house on on someone's sister sister. and stole her shoes who's the bad guy and i'm the bad person exactly you literally murdered my sister you murdered my sister and i want her shoes back because i miss her and now what makes you the good guy what in God's name makes you the good guy? Yeah. Like, I'm confused. I'm literally like, yo, you, like, what? You're a murderer. Somebody yeah. put this girl in jail and she gets to just exactly. ease on down the road? No. Isn't it you crazy how the context changes it yeah. all? Yeah. And it's like, well, it's it's the person's story that we're hearing. It's the protagonist because yeah. we're hearing her, because we're with her so long, we're like, oh, she must be good. No, yeah. that's not that's not necessarily true. You know what? I think would answer that question for us, like, for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the answer. Who was more famous in 2009, William Defoe or Ethan Hawke? Because that's <gasps> going to be our protagonist. And no. then that's who... No, because... You don't think so? William Defoe was super famous and he was the an antagonist in uh, Spider-Man. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah. I feel like in this moment, just though, because there's two, like, leads... Yes. If that, I don't know. No, no but you're because, right. I, I'm, I'm talking myself into a bad circle. The, the thing is that, like, because William Dafoe might just be a good bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, people, yeah. like, love to, like, hate him as a character. But I don't know if Ethan Hawke was, like, America's sweetheart. Because they never make America's sweetheart the bad guy. Like, I've yeah. never seen, like, the one time that, like, Reese Witherspoon was the bad guy, she had to produce it herself. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> so interesting. Then, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose a... Post guess mm-hmm. that Ethan Hawke is the protagonist, and he and the good guy. Okay, and I think William Defoe is going to take a more antagonistic approach to this cure. Okay, I do think it is going to be a little bit more. Uh, there's going to be a lot of bodies left mm-hmm. behind. Okay, interesting, interesting. I kind of agree, but only because William Defoe just has like a very 
Like he's a leading man with a character actor's face. Uh, so I yeah. think I think those make the best bad guys because you can they can transform. Does he have big eyebrows like me? Yes. You see, we're always the villains. Se- the second you have a big eyebrows, they're like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're a, a bad witch. guy. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Uh, <laughs> leave. We're gonna um, get copyrighted. Oh my gosh! Please don't. I didn't even sing it that well. Anyway, <laughs> we couldn't even tell what it actually was. <laughs> We're like, this is a non thing song. No, no. No, um, Okay, so I think what I think, I think we're going to not see as many vampire tropes because it is futuristic. I feel like they're gonna find a way to have overcome the garlic. Yep. Um, I do think they won't be able to come out in day only because that's in the title. Yep. Or they can. Or they, they can. Figure out, oh, they figured God. out how to break day. Oh, oh okay. Wow. High five. Pew. Well, I'm curious to see what happens. That's then. that's very um, interesting. Well, here's the thing. I feel like all of the tropes aren't going to physically exist because, because it'll be normal. Yeah, or like they got rid of religion because it's a society of vampires, so there's no crosses. Got it. I you know, what they, you no mean. one grows garlic. Yes. So, like, it, it just, like, all the things that we've come to associate with vampires just won't There won't be any holy water because, okay, exactly. I understand. But do you think they'll be, like, flying, turning into bats, anything like that? Fangs? I think biting? fangs for sure. I think, though, I don't think we're going to see any neck biting because I think they're, like, civilized. I think it's going to be, like, Coke bottles of human blood. Mm, like, in true blood, true, where they just, like, true blood, yeah. you know. Pop it open. I just want to shout out my Buffy shirt. It's very cute. It is a very cute. I've worn it on this before. Yeah, no, I don't think so. That's crazy that it's taken me three seasons to wear your Buffy shirt. You didn't even wear your Buffy shirt on the Buffy. I don't think I did. I think I wore an angel shirt. That makes sense. (laughs) But yeah, how about you? What are you expecting? What do you think? What kind of tropes do you think we're gonna see? I think that you like hit a lot of them. (laughs) I I don't think anyone's gonna turn into a bat. I think that that's like I think that they might even poke fun of that. Uh, Um, Yeah. Oh, I also don't think mirrors will exist. There's no point. I think that there will be mirrors. Oh, really? I think that there will be a very vain society of very hot vampires. Amen. We picked a good (laughs) movie. But I think they'll all be, I think they'll all do like the, I'm not even going to say that word because you didn't bring it up. But I think they're all going to be. Wait, no, tell me. No. It's going to be like Twilight where they're all kind of like good looking. (gasps) You heard it here first. Yeah, 16 minutes in, whatever. Bacala Ogunwola said Twilight. I said it first. But I think they're all going to be like good looking, stuck at the same age, like living forever Mm -hmm. and like now trying to figure out how to like best improve their situation. Like they've gotten past the like initial, we're young vampires, we're going to live forever. And now they've been living for a little while and like they've outlived human. Yeah. So now they're coming up, now they need to come up with ways to like build society on their own instead of living in the human society. Ooh. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting. And I think that that might be, I think it might be government against government. (gasps) Or like like group against group in that yeah. way because they are now the majority. So if they rule, how do they rule? How, what is what does society <gasps> That's look very like true when blood you don't? Too, when yeah. they have their own like colony, and mm-hmm. it's like how do we rule when we have forever? How do we make rules when we have forever? How do we make sure we can sustain ourselves when we have forever? You know what I mean? That's if, interesting. They have forever dependent on this one thing, and that's the blood. The blood. So it's like, that's what our that's what our, our focus is going to be. I wish, you know, the world thought about that, like, global warming-wise, but we don't because we don't live forever. Yeah. So it's very... Uh, I like how you brought that back around. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we're activist mommy today, you know? <laughs> but like you know what i mean it, it's it's very interesting because they're i think they're going to be worried about 
sustaining the world mm-hmm. and making sure that it's okay. Like, you know, and then. Oh, you think they're going to care about global warming? I think, yes. At a, maybe not in the movie, but like tech, like they should be thinking about global warming. They should be thinking about their food source. And if mm. those are their two main problems, they're probably going to have a bunch of people trying to solve it, trying to solve it in different ways. Wait, why Is would it, global warming be a problem for them? Because if the, where will they live? I, I don't think that would, I don't think the heat, the cold will affect them. Okay, you think the world will still survive, though? It'll just be It'll just cold. be barren. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. So maybe not global warming, but, like, if food source is their biggest problem, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. If food source is their biggest problem, then everyone's trying to solve that problem, but not everybody's going to solve it in the same way. Yeah. Some people might try to farm people. Yeah, that's what they're, that's, I think that's their, their, their base yeah. right now. I think that's their, their normal. Is to, like, have mm-hmm. a, but li- people Ugh. as blood bags. And then um, Ethan is trying to figure out a better way so that these poor little human chickens. Um, oh, you're right. I wonder. Freely. I wonder if he's a free agent on that. Like, I wonder yeah. if everybody, like, there's like a you there's know sides divided. a team of scientists that's like, well, let's figure out synthetic blood. Or if he's like, this is awful. Yeah, I want to. I want to stop this. Yeah. Um, I think it's super interesting that we do this every week and we guess what the movie is about. And sometimes. We guess something that has nothing to do with the movie, but should be a movie in itself. I was like, sometimes but, we come up with better yeah. plots. And like, why are we writing this out? We've this is copywritten. This is copywriting. It's, it's on here. It you can't take it from us. Um, we could do that. We could go back and listen, and every time we have a plot that doesn't match the movie, just write, just write that. it down. Yeah, like you Nicola. know. Thank you. We can hit a peak. Yeah, peak. Pete, let us know. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited about this. I am like, too. I really, I don't know. I just, I there's such a there's such a a, a, a vast um, distance we can cover. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I I want to see what where we end, where we land, and we're watching it early enough in the day that I probably won't fall asleep. That's been a problem lately. She's been, like, just blinking long. She hasn't been falling asleep. It's just, like, she... They have been long blinks. They've just been long blinks where I'm like, bro, <laughs> what the hell? She's like, I open my eyes when they start talking again. And I'm like, you're missing shots. Like I'm missing the looking scenes. Looking scenes. Sometimes they're a lot. Oh, gosh, she's looking at She's me. looking. Shall we go watch this? Yes. Okay, we will be right back, and we will be joined by Heat and Ashley of The Vampiti Diaries. Woo! See you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. Bite me. And we're back! And today, as promised, we are joined by Pete and Ash Harmon of the Van Petey Diaries! Yes, thank you guys so much for being here with us today. Oh man, we're super excited. Yeah, super excited. uh, Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh my god, of course. So we were, we knew, or we know Pete is a writer, and we talked about that a little bit in our intro, but what about you, Ash? What about you, Pete? Like, give us a little bit about you guys, a little bit about your podcast, and um, how you ended up being roped into being <laughs> guests on our podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, Ash. Um, what are you up to? My my whole story is not super exciting. I'm my first grade teacher, and uh, <laughs> I'm just along for the ride with this guy in all of his writing endeavors, and uh, roped him into watching The Vampire Diaries, so yes. that's a win win for yes. me. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I'm a writer. I've written some scripts that have gotten made, some books, stuff like that. I produce TV. I do a lot of things. Our podcast, The Vampiti Diaries, 
basically a couple weeks or months into COVID-ish. Yeah, it was, er- it was er- I think it was like April 2020. Yeah, we were like, um, we need things to talk about besides the news and our kids and, <laughs> and our various jobs. So we're, yeah, we like, and also I don't think you're working at the time. We didn't have a lot to talk about. So we were right, like, we right. need something else here. Yeah. And we had done, we had podcasted in the past mm-hmm. um, a little bit, but we decided to go for watching every episode of The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> we're three and a half seasons in. Amazing. It's been a couple of years um, and we dig it. Yeah. The, the Vampiti Diaries. Uh, yeah. And I, and I've seen all of the, episodes and so and pete's watching it for the first time yeah that's that's our hook (laughs) yeah Yeah. honestly that's i'm very impressed ash i was listening to the pilot where you said you were like you got to a point where you're caught up because i had i'd been obsessed with them and then i just felt like just far enough behind that i couldn't catch up like it was like a never-ending and you know how it is where you're like wait who is alive Mm -hmm. who's dead who's a vampire at this point i think i got to season like five or six and then i just it just like it it outpaced me and right. I, just, I couldn't quite and make before, it before like streaming and stuff it was like if you missed out you just were you were behind yes. Yes. it was hard yeah no yeah <laughs> um but we wanted to thank you guys so much also for recommending daybreakers so we just literally Ooh. just finished watching it <laughs> yeah so good i can't even yeah. tell you how many of these movies that we watched were so uh, we're kind of like you guys in that i'm the super fan mm-hmm. and bacola is not at all we're also married with two children what a coincidence <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh so she's she's been really good at coming along and watching movies with me and mm-hmm. we've seen so many movies that uh, kind of i was worried daybreakers was going to be like where they're like hey we're gonna take this really interesting concept but just like make it vampires or whatever but this one one was like actually really good um production yeah production value thank you yes. production value yeah. in general we were just like wow we're impressed we were really they impressed a, with they that they had a budget they, they did, did. Yeah, also they did you guys notice that we laughed so hard because we were reading the uh intro and it's like you know in the future and then the first thing they show is 2019, 2019. and i was like April 2019. No, we were yeah. freaking out. <laughs> we were like, this, so close. we're in the future. Yep. Well, we, and we were thinking too, like, as we were watching it, I couldn't help being like, this sounds like COVID. The news on this sounds like COVID. The whole, like, that was some it's of spreading. The, the notes that we took as well. Like, in fact, in the open, they say one bat started it all, which, I mean, I don't oh, know bizarre. what the actual. So bizarre. Uh, where the signs came in on that one um, in our in our reality, but that certainly was something they said in the yeah. It was like on the sign in the subway station, and yeah. So London was having riots and mandates, mm-hmm. and man, there was oh, uh, yeah. w- w- there were parallels. And I had asked Pete because I hadn't seen this movie before either, but you have, and I was like, did you know this was going to parallel like the pandemic so well? And it was a No, because I've seen this movie a handful of times. To me, Daybreakers is sort of like a throw it on at night after Ash has gone to bed, like kind (laughs) of like watch some vampire stuff. Um, (laughs) I go to bed early. That's the teacher life. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I've seen this a couple times. I was like, I know it's a good, it's a a more horror sci-fi vampire thing, which I've listened to a couple of your episodes. You did Vampire Diaries. I listened to Night Teeth. I saw a couple more Mm -hmm. in your feed. And I was like, oh, they're doing kind of like more the romance-y kind of stuff. She won't do horror movies. I don't like horrors, but she wants the romance anyway. So let's not put this on me. (laughs) No. Oh, yeah, Continue, okay. please. So I was like, I was like, let's 
go a little darker with it, like 30 Days of Night. I recommend it. I forget the other one. But I was like, and my first note actually was, I want to apologize for making you watch this movie because there's some exploding yeah. soldiers in it or whatever. The pus, like yeah. when they yeah. tested. It was, it was. We watched part of it like this. We were like, not oh, we, God. But I was the only one that actually watched it. And we were like eating and I was like, oh gosh, this is gross. <laughs> and I'm like eating. And they're like, tell us when it's done. So and I was like, God. At one point I was like, Bacola, tell us when it's done. She's like, why am I the one who has to watch what? it? I was like, because your eyes are on the TV. Like I'm like, physically oh. hiding. But <laughs> yeah, will you guys start us off with just some of your notes, some of your thoughts? Ash, especially I'm curious how a first timer mm-hmm. um, yeah. viewed it. And then Pete, I'm also curious why you keep coming back to this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it like held up, you know, um, like you said, said it had a good production value like it wasn't super cheesy um i like the sci-fi aspect to it um i like sci-fi books and, and movies and things like that but it was also a nice like shift of seeing a little bit more gruesome vampire stuff than just like you know the relationshipy things that we're used <laughs> to seeing all the time especially from watching vampire diaries every week um yeah, yeah. but yeah no i actually i really liked it as well yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so, Vampire Diaries is a little soapy, as we know, right? Yes. And, but, however, what I do enjoy about it, I'm not a big one-hour teen drama, like, mm. fan, uh, mm. except for the OC. We, we, we stan. <laughs> yes. But, um... With Vampire Diaries, it's Kevin Williamson who does the Scream movies. Um, He Mm -hmm. wrote the first couple and then he executive produced the rest of them. But Mm -hmm. so it does have that, that pop culture-y, slashery vibe to it, Vampire Diaries. Mm -hmm. So like they're, they do like people rip hearts out and chop off heads in Vampire Diaries, which I don't need that necessarily. Like, I do enjoy to see that, but you know, <laughs> the OC I don't think had any heart ripping out no. uh, or decapitations. <laughs> I don't think I'm not metaphorical exactly. heart ripping out. Yes, yeah. lots of those. <laughs> Daybreakers. Why I keep coming back to it? I think it's because it's a harder vampire thing, but also like it. It has futuristic. Yeah. It's like Minority Report meets twilight or something like that i don't know like it has the tech like some of my notes were about his car he uses video to drive around in the day yeah i thought that was so smart actually they have cool crossbows like it's kind of um it's a fun mashup of sci-fi horror and vampires i'm a big vampire fan i guess yeah Yeah. i I wasn't really into vampires like as a teen or whatever um you more definitely i remember when pete and i first started dating i actually dressed up as a vampire for halloween just because I knew he liked vampires. <laughs> Locking it down, yeah. Ash. I love that. She was like, I know how to turn his head. <laughs> I know what to dress up as. I know. Oh, my works. God. Um, <laughs> but I, I like it did definitely take some adjustment to being like, oh, this is the kind of vampire thing we're watching tonight. Like, even when um, they first show that there's no reflection, I was like, why is his shirt like that? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm so used to va- in Vampire Diaries. They have reflections. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I'm like, oh, yeah, typically vampires don't. So I had yeah. to, I had to like readjust for a minute. And um, I love that. I, that and that's actually something we talk about a lot on our episodes or like which tropes survive just because mm-hmm. it seems like every piece of media kind of like cherry picks, which, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, we want garlic to be a thing. Oh, no. In, the, in our version, it's a myth. And so that's something that we were really excited about for this one is 
I mean, especially things like the mirrors and seeing how they did the workarounds and some like, you know, with, with the camera in the car instead of a rear view mm-hmm. mirror or mm-hmm. with them making it, um, day proof, you know, with mm-hmm. the, with the super Just thick, blackout. uh, tinted windows. windows yeah. And something that I found really, really interesting about this one. And I think what also reminded me so much of COVID was the fact that vampirism was new. And mm-hmm. so you had all these people mm-hmm. who had been instead of, Oh, we've been a vampire for a hundred years, which I know bothers both Pete and Bacola when they're like, why are these hundred year old men like yes. flirting with these 16 year olds? Yeah. It was really interesting that you had all these vampires who one remembered what it was to be human. Mm-hmm, right. And two, the world, even though like the people of the world had changed, it had only been 10 years. So the infrastructure was of the world so, so, was still the same. That's people why, were going to work. People mm-hmm. were in the military. People were, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it almost felt like they were all stuck in this routine of being human. Because right. uh, we were talking about, we were like, what's the point of being a vampire, you know, if you, if, have, if you have to work? So you yeah. do all your normal right. responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a vampire in a cubicle. Like, what's Ex- going no, on Exactly. <laughs> and like, you know, I, at first I was like, well, maybe it's just having that sense of purpose. And Bakul was even like, well, I think that would wear off, but not after 10 years. Yeah. I guess it would take a little bit longer, yeah, to be like, oh yeah, we're here for a while. Maybe we could just go sit on a beach in Aruba, but you can't because it has to be nice. <laughs> it has to be nice. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, um, that the technology advances that they had in those 10 years just because of them most of them being vampires was interesting like the car and then the tunnels between the those buildings. Were there was like bridges like between um skyscrapers like, oh, like that yeah. were blackout yeah and the weird thing is a lot of that stuff exists like you like london has underground they call them like the human subways which it's literally just like um, tunnels yeah. under the street and i know new york has the building stuff like yeah it is yeah, we weird to see <laughs> i know i love it yeah, yeah. it is weird to see how much of it you're like Oh, oh, we already have a lot of this stuff that was deemed like vampire infrastructure. Like yeah. we're already kind of living it. Yeah, and it is functional, <laughs> but we mostly do it for traffic. That's true. Um, <laughs> one thing that I thought was really cool was that um, I'll say Edward, but every time I say Edward, we could she, not take it seriously. Yeah. Don't say we. I could not take it Twilight, and I was just like, that name existed before Twilight, right. Julia, but not for vampires. <laughs> Wait, no, it's like, why is it the most popular vampire name? Vampire name. It's like know. if I met another, if I saw another, met another. Oh my gosh, <laughs> watched another show where a vampire was named Stefan, I'd be like. Hmm. Yes. Wait a minute. Yeah. This is they just can have anyway. <laughs> um when he opened up the uh the like look at yourself mirror, was that oh, the rear view yeah. mirror? Uh, no, that's not what it is. You flip the, it down. The visor. Oh, the, the visor, visor mirror. mirror. Yeah. It yeah. was actually a camera. So I was like, oh, you can see yourself on camera. You just can't see your own reflection. Which And that's interesting, too, mm-hmm. because that is something in a lot of movies is that they can't see no. themselves on camera. Either, so, again, yeah. it's, it is an interesting thing of what rules they had to pick and choose to make sense of the world that they were building. Yeah. And for the most part, they seemed pretty consistent with it, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They didn't They didn't glitter in the sunlight. Oh, my God. They, they should have. They set on fire. They <laughs> flamed out. They flamed. They bursted. They, like bursted into flames which was super interesting to me because i was like whoa like yeah they, what? they didn't like disintegrate away no like, they were just like on fire for quite some time yes yeah and and i honestly i did think i guess we should give people like a quick overview is that um <laughs> ethan hawk is kind of this vampire who didn't want to be a vampire, and he's very against drinking human blood, a la the Cullens. Mm-hmm. And he's and Stephen, Edward. Stephen. Yes, he's basically an Edward and a Stefan. But he was a blood doctor in life, too. And so I, I, that was my understanding, was that he yeah, was a I blood doctor so, before yeah. as well. Uh-huh. And so he is now dedicating his life to trying to 
find a um, synthetic replacement so that they don't have to continue to feed off of humans. And there's a lot of really, really disturbing images of these, like, basically, like, farming blood factories where it's yeah. just the humans strapped up it was that was horrifying. that was horrifying and there was like a pregnant one we oh, were I like I, I did not like seeing that pregnant lady up there yeah no. that was it was like the it was kind of the matrix-esque that's exactly the, what Francesca the, said. The baby yeah. farm. Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the big take or the big point of the movie mm-hmm. is he ends up finding this group of humans who think they have found a cure for mm-hmm. vampirism. And it turns out that the cure for vampirism is to just be like blasted <laughs> with the sun <laughs> and yeah. survive. And I loved that because it really it took a trope. And it expanded upon it. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Because it's cool because it's something we're used to seeing in the lore of like, oh, vampires, sun equals explosion equals fire. But it was true of like, well, fire can be put out. What right. happens if it's put yeah. out in time? Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was like a really, really interesting and really smart turn and, um, you know, kind of subversion of the genre and of of the legend of, yeah. of the sun. I was thinking about it. Sorry. I was thinking about it um, and I haven't put it into words out loud yet, but okay. <laughs> say in the vamp, say in the daybreakers reality, there's either a God, right? Or there's just mother nature, let's say. And vampires are an affront to either of those things. So the fire is like the cure trying to burn up these this virus just, or something yes. like that basically that's the nature's or god's cure to this mm-hmm. like aberration almost i love that Pete. i was literally thinking the same thing literally thinking that it was a cleansing yeah, yeah. truly it's like it's a cleansing and that's so interesting because um william defoe aka elvis's character <laughs> yeah, elvis. um uh lionel was that's also his name in movie, for people listening <laughs> he had the phoenix on his car yeah yes, yes. Also, again, and I know I keep bringing up COVID, but just the similarities were uncanny. Yes. They were, Especially yeah. when it got to that part about how treated blood mm-hmm. could heal cure. other people. That yes. just reminded me of the whole thing where they were like, you know, the antibodies. Like, like, oh, mm-hmm. it, so it was just, in a weird way, I feel like I kind of wish that it had been written now because I would have been like, oh, that's how you write a movie about COVID without mentioning COVID. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. Daybreakers 2, let's get it going. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, can I say right before this, you'll hear when you hear the whole thing. We were like, we come up with it because we kind of try to guess. We try to guess what the movie is is going to be about. about. Uh And sometimes we come up with some great plots that have nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. And we're like, should we write these? We were we were actually very <laughs> we're off like, on this one too. Yeah, we were, we were very. We off. thought that maybe like we thought William Defoe and Ethan Hawke were going to be against each other, but mm-hmm. I was I actually really liked them teaming up and yeah. they're kind of being that evil. Oh, that was so dis. Oh, ooh, the, the evil guy, guy turning his daughter. Oh my god, was yeah. very and that hey, that's the guy from Jurassic Park. That's Sam Neill. Yeah. I was going to ask actually, what do you guys? What do you associate Ethan Hawke? With what's your Ethan Hawke like touchstone? Okay, boyhood. That's like I think Mm -hmm. the first and maybe only thing I've seen him in, and so I was unprepared for a very hot Ethan Hawke. (laughs) He came on screen, and I was like, "Hello!" He was killing it for a minute. He was giving like some seventies vibes at one point. Oh yeah, he. Oh, he looked like Han Solo at one point. Exactly what what 
I that's said, what Ash said. I said he's he's looking like Han Solo right here when he was like he had the vest and his hair is yeah. off. Yeah. And he was like dri- he was like driving and like looking disturbed. I was like, oh, they're just in the Millennium Falcon. Like Ash, that's hundred percent. Ash said that's what they were going for. I said he looked like Danny Partridge <laughs> from the Partridge, Partridge family. family. Yeah. That's that's gonna have to be a Google for the listeners. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that long hair, though, the yeah. Short. Yeah. yeah, wow. I mean, Ethan Hawke. We're probably a lot older than you, and, or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's in like uh, the the Julie Delpy movies, like Before Sunrise and Before Sunset, and all this stuff. And Gattaca. If you guys are sci-fi yeah, fans, really you should good. watch Gattaca. Like Ethan Hawke. He's he's been around, but I was wondering what you guys' touchstone would be in Boyhood. That makes sense. Yeah. But it's also very different. Like, I was yeah. like, it, it, it was... Like, I don't understand. It, it can be disconcerting. Like, when we watched the... I think it was, like, the 2004 Dracula, and it's, like, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> really? It was like, Wait. oh, this is odd. <laughs> like, I'm... I, this is weird. This is, you're that not supposed like, to be a vampire yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, which was really cool, though. Oh. That was really cool. It was really good. Um, um, no, the interesting thing about this... And, and this happens to me a lot. So, uh, one of my first jobs out of college was a theater critic. And I always found that when I had to go to write a show, if I didn't like the show, I always had so much to say. And when I did like the show, my reviews were always like two words long because I was like, <laughs> Great, oh, I, I really it. enjoyed it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of how I feel about this movie. I was yeah. like, I was so in it mm-hmm. yeah. and so like fascinated with it that like trying to think back on it I'm like I don't even know what to, like because yeah. like again like my biggest notes were just like the COVID stuff you know the yes. tropes and something that we did call that did happen there was no garlic because mm-hmm. obviously they like yeah. stopped they probably they got singing. rid of that yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. no like religion no churches because I was like that's mm-hmm. they're gonna they're going to vampire proof the world yes like it's if going to be hard yeah, yeah to kill them. they are the majority yeah what did you guys think about the when they were lacking blood to drink and they started turning into those creepy bat humans I <laughs> love that they explained that though because that is actually something I've always thought of like why I don't know why I think that much about this but I do it <laughs> um, spends a lot of time I do yeah. it's like what you know can you bite another vampire if there's also if they because if they need blood it's clearly going somewhere mm-hmm. or you know can you feed off yourself and I was actually really happy that they they Igno- explained it they yeah. acknowledged yeah. that that was like something that could be brought up and they're mm-hmm. like and here's why it doesn't work but I thought it was really interesting again I felt like bringing in the bat form mm-hmm. was like a really good way to kind of call back to the legend to call back to mm-hmm. the lore without mm-hmm. it being like oh, oh we're all gonna turn into bats and yeah. fly away it was it was like oh i can see how maybe you know if, if this was the world i don't even know how i'm trying to explain this if, if this was yeah. real i can see how bat would become part of the lore and yeah, so it was like really cool to see that sci-fi yeah. explanation modern explanation to yes the yeah lore so- of like not poof into a little tiny bat that right. <laughs> yeah. flies away. Yeah, and it was like slowly like shifting on people like uh, with the little bat ears. <laughs> yeah, your ears yes. turn first. That goes first. Yeah. And um, and then it kept reminding me of uh, I Am Legend. Have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so fantastic because that is it's like the humans are trying to find the safe space. And oh, I didn't put that together, but that is very true, except they're not turning into zombies. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we were saying it reminds us very much of like the walking dead of the idea of just this like band of humans who aren't going to necessarily start the fight because they know they can't win it. But if the fight is brought to them, then they're that's because, because we were also wondering if there was going to be like a big war, like battle mm-hmm. scene, but I was like, I don't think you can. I think when you know you're going to lose, it's more of survival <laughs> fighting, yeah. not launching yeah. the attack. Yeah. So yeah, that true. was interesting to see. Yeah. It seemed like 
there was just it seems like there was just a handful of humans running around. Yeah, yeah. it seems like there was like twenty. Little. Yeah. We saw like yeah. twenty humans, and that's about it. <laughs> Where was there Stressful. anything that you guys wanted out of it that you didn't get? Were anything that you would maybe? I guess Ash, since you're you were newer to it, was there anything that you're like, oh, I I really feel like I'm going to see this in it, and you didn't get it. Um, well, something I didn't necessarily need was like any romantic relationships. I, I I didn't really need any like moment of that. Um, I was a little disappointed when they were in that big vat of wine. They weren't drinking it with a straw. Like, yeah, remember they hid it in the wine. <laughs> yeah, Ash and I were like, when we would were, have little straws in there. Like, <laughs> oh, I assumed were, that was like sewage water. No, <laughs> they were under the wine thing. Yeah, they dude. were in I'm, the big wine. I don't yeah, know they were hiding when the people came in. I did not even turned. connect that. Yeah. I was like, oh, ew, they're hiding in the sewer. No, no, no. It's it was wine. They should have brought uh, their straws. Um, that was a missed opportunity. Yes, yes. yes. They would have been like. Another thing we noticed that we've seen time and time again in Vampire Diaries, other stuff. And now I don't know the woman's name, but the main woman who had the crossbow and everything. Audrey? Was it Audrey or was that the it was daughter? Audrey. Audrey. Okay, okay. There we go. She did the full, have you noticed this in stuff? She did the full palm slit with the <laughs> yes! knife. And, and she put it in the coffee cup. Ash and I talk about this so, so often. Much. That's the most horrible thing to heal. Yes. You're yeah, just slicing you, you your whole palm. You can't use your hand for like uh, months. That's months of healing. And <laughs> they, and people just do it with the quickness. Like Jer- Jeremy, I think, did it in um, Vampire yeah. Diaries. I- it happens so several times in Vampire Diaries, but it's like, hmm, I need to get a little bit of blood. What am I going to do? Slice my whole hand? Not, why not just a little prick? Like, Yeah, do your little fingertip you or know. like, I don't know. <laughs> I agree. And, I, and it's funny because I do feel like they also like in other ways were like, I mean, not super in this instance, but in other ways they were trying to be correct. Like, especially with like the science the tank where he does like the sun experiment. Mm-hmm, like yeah. they actually had to stop and think that through and be like, okay, well, you know, how, how would that work realistically? So you see them take the time and care with that. And then, yeah. And then just, just like, like totally ignore the, the laws of, <laughs> of biology. That was so true. <laughs> Whoa. For me, I think something that threw me off and, and it probably only bothered me because I, I have watched so much stuff is like, my brain was like, Oh, if she cuts herself, that's going to attract him like that. He's going to, you know, he's going to want to, yeah. he's mm-hmm. going to be um, overcome with the desire to drink from it. Or uh, we even said one time when they were, I think this is when they were near the end, when they were back in the facility and they were trying to hide from like the vampire soldiers, because it was like, what, they can't smell them. Like that's yeah, usually a like big they, thing too. Yeah, I was, was like, they like, don't have a heightened sense of smell. Is, is there because no smells or no heat? Yeah. Yeah. They ran past a bunch of vampires when they got to the walkway mm-hmm. to then hide. So I was like, oh, so you can't just be like, oh, that's a human or that's a, you know what yeah. I mean? So the hyper sense of smell is not. Um, or sound. Cause I feel like that's another thing. It's like, sometimes they're like, oh, yeah. I hear a heartbeat. heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, There's also not a lot of super healing, mm-hmm. which was weird that i felt like that was a weird one because i feel like that's a pretty standard mm-hmm. you know there, but it didn't seem like there was any speed super speed mm-hmm. there was no super strength maybe that's why they have like regular jobs because they're not very <laughs> exciting they're just like we have fangs yeah. we have to drink blood and our eyes are gold like that's pretty much it that yeah. was so twilight though that was oh, so gosh. twilight I was yeah. like, come on, they're, they're going to have the golden irises and, and we're not, and be named Edward and we're not going to make this connection. Yeah. Maybe oh it God. speaks to the newness of the vampirism. 
Like mm. the, 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 it hasn't mutated yet to, for them to be super speedy and stuff like that because the vampire diaries, we're going to mention it a million times, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. but as you should, th- those OGs, yes. the originals, they yeah. are yeah. stronger and right. all That's that true. stuff because they've been around for a thousand years, mm-hmm. the older, the newer, you know. That was something that was interesting that sounds like you guys were able to pick up on it and I had missed it. And it's something that I had craved was just speaking about like older versus newer vampires. You know, we obviously have all these new vampires and there didn't seem to be any older ones. And so I was confused at how it had started. So I'm glad you had seen the like, it all started with a bat because I missed that. And then yeah. I was like, so I I really was thinking it was like a mutated virus or yeah. something. Because it was like, well, if everyone is the same vampiric age then, um I, so I, I almost wanted the like 100 year old 500 year old overlord that would have been cool I mean, no, it seems like probably yeah it it started popping off and then everyone pretty much caught it within the first two years let's say <laughs> let's talk about the ending i guess for a minute the the treated blood is the cure i guess so and you saw how ravenous the vampires were for the humans so it seems like a lot of not a lot of humans will survive because everyone's going to eat each other mm-hmm. but the humans who are left will be fine it seems like so that's what that's i was saying lit off. we were like so happy you brought that up yes because we were like oh there's gonna be some crazy survivor's guilt first of all and i was like and i was like watch the people the first person they get healed they get up they're just like, and I was like, that's what's exactly what's going to happen with the world. Julia yes. was like, why doesn't the government organize and get a bunch of human, uh, humans to donate blood, send them out to people? I, I said, do like, a two week lockdown. And I was like, again, <laughs> yeah. it's sounding like COVID. You just yeah. need everyone to be in their house, take the, like, take the blood, lock everything down. Mm-hmm. It doesn't that's, even need to be two weeks. You yeah, see how quickly it heals. Yeah. I was like, all you need is a radio station or something where everybody just has to stop for the day, mm-hmm. take the thing all at the same time, but it's all about, the problem is distribution. Right. And by yeah. the time it reaches certain people, certain people are so starved that they just attack. Mm-hmm. So whoever's left, is going to be some crazy survivor's Which guilt. in a weird way though, I feel like would make a really interesting sequel. Mm-hmm. Of like how, mm-hmm. how do they then go about dispersing it having to protect themselves once they're safe again, having to deal with the people who don't want to become human again. Yeah. Um, you know, because that's a... Yeah, that like, there would be... There would be pro- maybe a political force that mm-hmm. didn't want mm-hmm. the vampirism to end or <laughs> yes. was yeah. spreading false information potentially. <laughs> I don't know where I'm pulling these ideas from. But, you know. Yeah, well, when we were watching yeah. it, I was like, Pete, this is not going to go good because they're going to all attack all each other. Everyone's going to eat each other up. I said they need to do the healing part and have the synthetic blood happen at the same time, same time. Mm-hmm. so yes. that they can feed their hunger and yes. not just immediately eat these newly turned humans. It's like, all right, I got healed and now I'm dead. Like, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In terms of who would want to change back, who would not. I was also thinking of like like old people who are like, if you change me back to a human, I'm literally going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that would be an interesting... Or the people who are like, I can't protect myself. So if I become a human, I'm like you were saying, Ash, it's like, I'm just immediately going to die. Right. Like, And so I think that, that that's what I think would be a really interesting sequel, especially just considering everything we've all just been through. Honestly, I think it would be a good way to just like process. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have a, um, startup that we should start in this, in this world in Daybreakers 2 land. Get Ethan Hawk on board. Mm-hmm. Um, vampire retirement communities. Huh. So like a dome, no sun. It's just these old vampires that don't want to change, you know. 
they're locked in there they get their synthetic yeah like it's all good like they'll become really wise they'll probably become like you know <laughs> like the counselors <laughs> yeah yeah that's but that's an interesting concept because then the dome could just be dark mm-hmm. yes so like really we could that's a good setup actually yeah. and then they become like they become not oracles but they're like the wise the leaders wise. Yeah. of the world yeah. so we go to them for information but then everyone else is living outside and only people that choose to do that can do that and then some people are just like I'm ready to die out here thank you so yeah. much mm-hmm. good day I do yeah. feel like that could be a really cool comedy like a mm-hmm. funny comedy of just like old vampires my grandpa old is vampires. a vampire like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they also look really young, so it's, like, confusing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Were there any things that you saw that reminded you of the Vampire Diaries or, like, things that you're like, oh, I, I wish this happened in the Vampire Diaries. That would be really fun. I'm just curious to mm-hmm. see, like, what – because it seems like that is your – especially Pete – or, no, not not Ash, maybe. I think that's <laughs> more your vampire knowledge base. Yeah, it is. Was there anything in your, like, Vampire Diaries world knowledge of vampires that you were like, that's weird, that doesn't make sense? Mm. Or, ooh, I recognize that. That's something that seems to be a recurring theme. Um, Well, like we said, kind of, like, how the vampires were not having, like, all their superpowers and stuff. I thought yeah. that was m- missing. But I wonder how that really would have changed the movie if they could do more. I, I don't know how that would have affected the whole situation as far as like getting the synthetic blood and all that it it was totally different because the vampires were so new and um that only being 10 years i was like a little bit missing more of the origin story but the origin we got but it was just quick Mm -hmm. i don't know what else Uh, here here's a a thought there was no journaling (laughs) sometimes it's refreshing to see, like, I think I said, like, let's watch Blade or 30 Days of Night or Daybreakers. Like, these are vampire stories. And not to be a purist, but, <laughs> like, Vampire Diaries, like, season one, I was like, they're going to have wolves in this show? Yeah, there's werewolves? wolves, witches, ghosts. And same with, all kinds of with stuff. True Blood, which I watched a bit. Yeah, they got doppelgangers out here. <laughs> um, it, in True Blood... I yeah they started getting into I won't spoil that but a lot (laughs) so like I I'm fine with expanding into the monster universe you know and I get that television shows that have a hundred and whatever episodes have to go there but Mm -hmm. like I like a contained oh and we were like this movie's 90 minutes yeah that's good (laughs) we don't have to watch eight seasons of 22 episodes like no one even does that anymore really except for like er yeah oh my god yeah gray's anatomy is super long but so so like (laughs) i'm like that maybe that's why i've returned to daybreakers many times it's (laughs) it's sci-fi it's horror it predicted the future exactly oh Um, my god and like it's a pure vampire story i don't know why i love vampires so much but um yeah, it's just pure. There's not like a werewolf also running around. Yeah, but I, yeah, and I agree. Like I wasn't missing like where are all the other supernaturals? I was just like I was there for the story. I was like, how are they going to get this blood? I did not predict that once they turned that they were going to immediately be eaten. Like I should have predicted that because all these vampires who are starving are like watching them turn to humans. Yeah. But I really, I was like, oh, and then once it started happening, I was like, man, this is dominoes. <laughs> it's yeah. not, no good. You're about to have like three people standing, which you, which that's what happened at the end. And, you know, I love that you mentioned the other supernaturals because that is so, that is such a thing of they, they like group them all together. And like, not to sound like crazy, but I think the reason that the vampire 
ones can stand alone is because in a weird way, it's almost, it's all, don't come at me, Bacola, but it's almost the most realistic. Like there is not the, not the immortal part, but but the, the idea that like some mutation could happen that like made us. Basically, I believe people drinking blood more than I believe people turning into dogs or wolves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there is just that they still look human and they still act human. And so that's scarier because it feels more realistic. Uh You know what I mean? I hear you, yeah. The yeah. reason and it made more is, sense in my head. This, no, no, no. It makes perfect sense, but it's the same thing that like some of our other guests have said, and that it's because they're fighting so hard for humanity. They mm-hmm. want their humanity back. So in drinking the blood, which is like the we'll say the lifeline of humanity, it's a way to try to connect. In trying to go out during the day, there's no reason why you should want like I, like going out during the day is not like a yay, mm. except you know you need vitamin D and things like that. But <laughs> um, but like them them. Wanting to drive during the day. Like, William Defoe's character was definitely, like, nothing like driving the day. I'm the first person that came up with the the thing so that you can do that. Mm -hmm. So, they all want the human experience. They just don't... But part of the human experience is that little bit of fear of death that we all uh, walk around with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they just yeah. don't want that part. Right. But that's what makes, that's part of that the human, is experience. human experience. That is the human yeah, experience. It's like your, it's like the classic FOMO. They're like, we yes. know what yes. it's like to be human. We know what it's like to be able to do all these things. And now all of a sudden, not because of our choice, we can't do it anymore. And yes. so yeah. now they're like, yeah. I really wish I could drive around in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and there were a couple things in here that I feel like they didn't, fully explained just like touching on that fear of death thing like they they did do like the main evil guy you know obviously he was like dying of cancer the thing i guess i was confused about was ethan hawk and his brother had that moment where he was like why did you you know i didn't turn you because i was being selfish i turned you because i thought thought you were gonna you were gonna die either way and so for me i wasn't sure if there was unspoken backstory that like ethan hawk had been on his deathbed or if the brother was just like no everyone's turning into a vampire i don't want you you know to die and in a weird way i actually didn't mind not having a very clear back because it was just like i don't actually need to know who he was before this we're here now mm-hmm. we've dropped in yeah and like and this this is the life we're exploring we're not exploring because and i think they're also because there wasn't much to explore it's not like with some of these vampires it's like well who have you been for the past 300 years it was right. like i don't care that you've been a vampire for 10 years no. nothing that exciting yeah. happened mm-hmm. in your life like there was no so many things could have happened okay well fair fair fair, fair. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um and something i also really liked about this is that there was just some very understated smart things that they didn't um they didn't feel the need to super call attention to and the one that really caught my ear i guess was when they were talking about Animals who have been bitten and then go out in the sun are the main cause of forest fires. And I thought that was just so smart and funny because it was like, and it also answered that other question of like, well, why don't they just eat animals? And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, because the animals can't tell they're a vampire. So they go out in the sun, burst into flames and they're burning down entire, you know, forest. So I thought that was really smart and it was said so quickly. And so it was just like a nice, yeah, it was like a a moment in, yeah, in the writer's room where they were like, well, what, how are animals doing? And they were just like, um, forest fires. Forest fires. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I, I love that it fit. It one, it answered a question. It fit with the the lore, mm-hmm. and it followed the rules. And I was like, oh, that's some smart writing. And I think that's why I liked this movie so much. It's just because like so many of them are so outlandish or so like breaking their own rules. Because mm-hmm. like, there's been a lot of times where we're like, well, wait a minute. I thought the holy water was supposed to boil when there was a vampire around, but she's been a vampire this whole time, and none of the water is boiled. So now your big reveal doesn't even actually make sense. Whereas like mm-hmm. this one, I, I felt 
like everything made yeah. sense. I that think was a very I found one reference. hole though in this movie <gasps> when Ooh, um, Elvis burned up. He got he had like scars all over his body. Oh, yeah. He was burned up. Yes, he like act, you know he burned. Um, but when Ethan Hawke's character, what's his name again? Edward. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Edward. <laughs> of course. Um, when Edward, uh, Edward burned up like several times. I don't remember seeing any scarring or any That's like residual point. pain of being on fire. So I don't know what that was about. Mm. I was like, That's really That's a good point. Cause I was gonna be like, is it because they don't have speed healing? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wonder too if, if it was a um a pro like a time thing. Like because like William Defoe was like burning for a pretty solid stretch of time. I'm sorry. That was a hilarious scene where he was just like flying. I know. I felt I so like, bad, but I was laughing. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Julia yeah. was like, uh, like rolling. I was, but I was just like, ridiculous. wait, Cause wait, it's just him going, still going. Yeah. Like, and it's in slow motion and everything. Yeah. It was supposed to <laughs> was yeah, play as like a very cool action moment and like a, oh, but it was kind of like, <laughs> this guy's just on fire. <laughs> for he a lot, lot of looks time. like, he looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. It was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he has to survive this, right? Um, but what were you saying before I jumped in with the uh, hilarious? Oh, oh, I was just saying because I, I thought that maybe it was just because, you know, Ethan Hawke was like burning three seconds at a time, did have the wet blanket on. Like, in my brain, it didn't. And actually, I'm not going to lie, I didn't even see the scars on William Defoe, So it didn't even. But that's what I like about this is like, there's so yeah. much to pick up on. Yeah. And I love that you picked up on that. It was and up it's like. His neck. Yeah, and, and, on, on, his and on his arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw the ones on his arm, and in my mind, I thought, "Oh, William Defoe is wrinkly." Like I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that that was. He a... could just be wrinkly. Honestly, I think the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh," and then when I saw it again on the arm, I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a scar." He could <laughs> it took me a second. He could just be like a. Yeah, old uh, old tan guy, like Palm Springs tan guy. <laughs> Truly. I was about to be like, oh, okay. Mind you, I just saw him in Spider-Man. He looked oh, yeah. fine. Yeah. I did, but it didn't, in my mind, I was just like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's just his arm. I, oh, I have oh. two non sequiturs. One is that they should have redesigned Smokey the Bear. Like, only you can prevent forest fires by not biting these animals. Yes. Because yes. they, also- they did the Uncle Sam. Did yes. you see that at the beginning? Oh. I want you to find humans. Yes, oh, yes. yes. So disturbing. They could have done, yeah, Smokey the Bear too. And then my they did other, a lot of signage in this movie. There was they, great they signs. Re- you had to watch this movie. I liked it. Which was kind of stressful because I really felt like I was going to miss something. <laughs> which is good because Julia won't pay attention unless forced. I No, I, it's, I, well, we watch a lot of these that like, we'll start them at like nine o'clock. So by 11 o'clock, I'm like passing out in the corner and like And they're half. also repeating and they're, a lot of things. That's the thing. This one didn't repeat a lot of information, they, which was nice. They just gave you information and assumed you would get it. And I was like, oh, you think we're smart I love it that it felt like yeah, a movie for, for sure. people who know vampires yes. like it felt like but, oh you already have to kind of understand a lot of the lore because we're not going to over explain it you just have to get it yeah kind of like it these new like Spider-Man movies like whatever you want to say about how the last one ended if that's a reset no spoilers but with these with Tom Holland Spider-Man it's kind of like y'all have seen um, Tobey Maguire do this. He saw Andrew Garfield do this. Like, we're not going to see him get bit by the spider necessarily. I don't think, right? And even Spider-Verse kind of like... I feel like they might have. Well, <laughs> Maybe we, in one we, of the other movies, but not in Spider-Man We see Spider-Man Tom Ho- Holland in Civil War and he comes yeah. swinging in like, hey, I'm a spider. Yeah. But oh, oh, okay. I did miss pick that up one. Along. But yeah, anyway, but yeah, yeah, you don't have to start at the beginning every time. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can drop in with Ethan Hawke. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is that um, you were like, oh, vampires could be the most realistic 
sort of like classic universal monster, maybe. Yeah. Frankenstein. You could just do a Frankenstein right Ooh. now. <laughs> oh, no, that's actually real. Ooh. That's real. And I think you know? that's... That's why those two are the creepiest. Like, yeah, yeah. I think anything that looks human, any feel, anything that feels accessible. Mm-hmm. But you know what's interesting? I feel like besides Hotel Transylvania, I've never <laughs> actually – oh, I take that back. And Van Helsing. That was the mm-hmm. only time I saw a Frankenstein type, and it might have even just been Frankenstein, mm. brought in as part of the the creature world. Because you're yeah. right, it's, it's, it really is usually – it's like – Fairies, wolves, and vampires are usually yeah. just, like, grouped together. I feel like Edward Scissorhands is a Frankenstein monster-type yes. monster. Yes, for sure, yes. yeah. yeah. And he's real. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was nonfiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a documentary, <laughs> actually. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> no, but, like, I think that it, the, the whole fight for humanity thing is, again, the same thing Frankenstein is dealing with. So, like, is anything that is, like who wants so badly to be human and is kind of pointing to us people and being like, look at all the things you're missing mm. and look at all the things you're overlooking because you are not appreciating being human. That's mm-hmm. funny. Because th- every time I watch a vampire movie, I'm like, I want to go sit in the sun for an hour. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> like, that's why I like vampire movies so much because you're like, I <laughs> can really appreciate my life. <laughs> yeah, it's really making me reevaluate. Yeah, <laughs> watching this movie, I was like, damn, driving during the day is awesome. <laughs> I asked Vakola in the intro if she thought they were going to be able to see themselves in mirrors. And she actually said yes at first because she thought they were going to be super vain. And so I think that's interesting, too, that that's mm-hmm. like that's just another you see that in some um, vampire movies and in others not. Because it's like Vampire Diaries, they can see themselves in the mirrors, right? Mm-hmm. We, oh, we did talk about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I think it's a, I think that it's the new age of like new sexy vampires. Like it's very right. Anne Rice, like, ooh, ah, they're hot. But before they were like these gross old, creatures yeah. that were running around old and like <laughs> drinking people's mm-hmm. blood but now it's like ooh I want like mm-hmm, um what's the name Alli- Allison Allison is the main bad guy's daughter boom I remembered her name wow. yeah. Allison nice job um when she got bit by uh Ed Edward's brother, brother mm-hmm. <laughs> Julia goes, ooh, that's hot. I did. <laughs> it's not. No, I didn't say that. I didn't she did. feel like that. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'm going to embarrass not. you right now. Yes, you did. Okay? <laughs> and that's Julia's thing. Julia's like, oh, my gosh, vampires are hot. I really, I just want someone to, like, bring me the heads of my enemies. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no. I think, it shows, I think it shows dedication and commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what? I hear you. Let's see. Ash, if Pete brought you the head of one of your enemies, would you be like, Pete? I'd be like, Oh my gosh, but also, um, what now? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That is not, that is just no. Okay, y'all clearly aren't Italian. It's just a thing we do. (laughs) No. Don't, don't rope all Italian. We're like, bet the body and back. Stop (laughs) it. Stop it. But yeah, it was one of those things where it was still like, um, I, I, I was going to say that same. I agree with you, Ash, where it was like, I didn't need the romance. Like the one mm-hmm. time, it was so funny. They were in the room, like the um, surveillance oh, the chamber, room. Right. And, um, uh, and Julia was like, they're going to kiss. And I was like, no, if this is a good movie, they're going to focus on the one they need yeah. to focus on. But they looked like they were going to. Like they were both like breathing heavy. And then they were like, yeah, and they no, walked they, away. It was definitely like some tension for a moment, but I, I'm, I wasn't like, oh yeah, they're going for it. I wasn't like excited for anyone to like fall in love in this moment. No. I'm so think, glad they didn't. Yeah. I think I, I thought that she was into two of the guys from the camp. Like the first guy she hugged, I was like, 
oh, they're lovers. Oh, yeah. And then she hugged the senator, and I was like, maybe they're lovers? So I think I just, like, was so starved for romance that, like, any touch, I was like, they're in love. Like, that's that's what it is. Well, that's so, but it's such a big part of vampire movies and, and shows and things. Is there so much of that, like, passion and, you it know, biting someone without on the it. neck is very sexual. So I'm with you. Yes. We, yeah. Uh, Pete. Because yes. for me, <laughs> I think that I think that only the shows do that, and I think it's because they're pandering to the like romance, like bring me the heads of my enemies, TV wise, and then for movies they're like gore, let's go, we Wait, got stuff to and do. That, like, that you know is what something I mean? we we do bring yeah. up a lot is that like TV, especially the Vampire Diaries, like allows for the slow burn or yes. Buffy. Buffy does a lot of slow burn, whereas whenever we've seen that in movies, it just doesn't read at no. all. Like the mm-hmm. like the intense love. And because that's what's so attractive to especially younger audiences. Like I remember reading Twilight when I was 12 and the intensity of it. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's what was so like, oh my gosh. Like, especially when you're like 12 and you're like, yeah, hey, yeah. don't talk to me. And then yeah. you like read a book about a guy yeah. who's like completely obsessed with someone. Rereading um, it and rewatching it. No, no, it does not hold it's up. It's not working. Now you're like, ooh. You're like, no, this but is not okay. That, exactly. <laughs> that, that just follows our point too of that it, like it doesn't work in movies. And we have found that with um, vampire movies, the ones that excel are the horrors and the comedies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then the, anything romantic is much better when it's a TV show. When it's show. a TV show, yeah. yeah. So like even True sense. Blood. True Blood, if it was a movie, I'd be, pi- I was pissed at season one of True Blood because I rewatched it and was like, I'll talk about it on the podcast. And I was like, I don't want to discuss this. <laughs> they did Monko or Otara wrong. I'm done. I'm oh, out. yeah, true. <laughs> they, they really did. They did, they, they, really did, they did my girl Tara wrong. They do my girl Bonnie wrong right now mm-hmm. and you guys are on season three right mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Things yeah. starts getting crazy um, in there so i'm just like mm. it's so funny because i'm like i don't like vampires but i know a lot about vampires <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but no i watched a, a three-hour recap of vampire diaries on the youtube television can definitely get you really invested in the characters that way because you're with them we're following them for so long but um even in in this movie though i was like what's gonna happen especially when edward is going into that (laughs) Nietzsche's star off machine i don't know if you guys know that dr seuss story but it's (laughs) Basically, this big machine that they make to take the stars off their bellies of the star oh, belly oh, sneakers. Yes, yes. That reminded me of that. Anyway, so he goes in and he's like, I'm either going to get killed right now or I'm going to try to get turned into this human and maybe this machine is going to kill me. Like, he, he was just like, I'm just going to go for it. So I was definitely along for the ride to see what was going down with these characters. And especially the daughter, um, her storyline was really short, but. I was like, man, this dad really messed up. He stole, he kidnapped his daughter, then forced her to be a vampire, and then one, whatever, like 20 minutes later, she burnt up. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. He didn't have That was patience. a hard scene. I was that like, was a hard this scene. This dad is terrible. <laughs> Yeah. But we were saying we were like we were watching because Bacola was like, oh, this is going to be the the moment that the brother changes, like her death. And I was like, this just proves that women get more done in death than men do alive. Like if her <laughs> no dying is like, <laughs> what changes this man to become a good man? Like, dang. Yeah. yeah, but I liked how those stories converged because it was like they really had no reason to come together in that way. And he and she was the catalyst for him to go to like change directions. Really, yeah. that it was so brave of her to like 
keep such a sound mind about this thing to be like, I don't care. I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. And I've already told my father my request. I don't want this. And for him to still be like, I know better. And then like, won't even boss up and change her (laughs) himself. Right. I was like, you got to be kidding. Yeah. But would you want your dad biting your neck? Me personally, I, no. I would know. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But when, like, you know what I mean? He was still like a coward to not even do it. Yeah. Uh, you brought me here. You took this much money and time to find me, to pull me here. Mm-hmm. You took all my friends. You made them blood bags. And then you just locking me in this room. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. I want out now. Oof. And mm-hmm. speaking of the <laughs> blood bags, something that we were, you had guessed was going to happen and it ended up not, but I kind of wished it had, is she was like, oh, Ethan Hawke's going to hook himself up to the blood bag mach- like machine and they're going to like sneakily yeah, disperse, yeah, disperse, disperse the blood. I thought that would have been cool and it would have been a cool way to be like, hey, look at all this infrastructure that you built for bad. We're going to turn it and, and That would have been a good ending. Good. Yeah. Ending that right been- there. <laughs> I didn't care for the ending. Can we just talk about that? Like, I didn't care for like the voiceover driving off into the into the sunset. Julia I was, was like offended. It just seems, <laughs> it just seems so anticlimactic. Like, yes. I don't know, just ending on a voiceover. It was literally just like we've got a cure. Do you Do see you the production it? value mm-hmm. on that thing? That's what they could afford, Julia. <laughs> they had great production value. Exactly. They could have finished it to the end. I honestly, I was tired at the end. So I was like, all right, I'm done with it. I'm cool. Ethan Hawke's brother had every job. Like, he kind of had the same job, but he was a military guy here. He was a policeman here. He had every, he was dragging the bat people out into the sun. Like, he was like the Ryan Seacrest of this world, but <laughs> just in like the um, military police kind of thing. We're like, what? he's there again. Like, you said he like tied up the storylines, which, yes, he did, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he also you're like he was the through line because he was literally just present at every scenario <laughs> he was yeah. in like every scene yeah and i still can't tell you his name ed no fred no, no. Freddie. No, freddie aaron i think it was freddie because we said that's what's happening with the bonus jonas that's right freddie, freddie. Ed no it's frankie frankie oh, fred. oh frankie <laughs> 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 and it was ed and fred and they had some issues <laughs> yeah you know our parents hated us they named us ed and fred <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, they, he, they were about to go hunt the, the subsiders or whatever they're called. Yeah. And, that and was they creepy. panned up and it was him. And I was like, he's there too. <laughs> like, he was just at the other place. I know. He and I around. did like how they hinted at that. Yeah. Oh, was, sorry. What was that? Ash? He was busy. Oh, yeah. I said, he just get, he just got around. He got yeah. around. Yeah. He got around. I never saw him driving though. No. Well, no, he did oh. drive because he drove up to where his brother was at the tree. Brother was. Yeah, yeah. He yes, drove that's true. That's tanks, true. I guess. And then knocked him out. They, he got um, knocked out. Dead. I remember that. That's that was so the whole funny. thing that happened. Why did their masks have just the one eye hole? They were like sneaking through the peephole. I, th- I know. I was like, this doesn't look normal. This because doesn't... if the sun came through, they were going to burn up. But with why one? Why not two? Like, oh, okay. And goggles. Like... I don't know. Maybe because <laughs> when it's so small, you have to like really focus. Because if you're going to look through two little tiny holes, can you even see? I don't know. That's a good Ash, point. That's, yes, that is a. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta I, squint it out. Yeah, yeah. In a weird way, it just it almost looked it just looked scarier because again, yeah. it was just like a, it was almost like a bastardization of an image we knew. Yeah. Um, we are coming up. Oh my god, we're coming up on an hour. So what we like to do Perfect. to kind of wrap it up is to just give last thoughts. So if you guys want to start us off on just like your overall thoughts and if you would recommend this to somebody. I would recommend Daybreakers 100%. Last night when we were like renting it or whatever, or two nights ago, 
I was like, it's $1 more to buy it. I know I'm going to be watching this. So we just, we bought it. Um, We bought it UHD. Like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be putting this on again in the future. I would recommend. I'm definitely going to catch you on the couch watching it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, There are worse things to be catching him watching. So I feel like, you know. Um, No, I'll recommend it as well. I really liked it. I like, you know, a little sidestep from my usual vampire watchings. And it was really like, to the point, I could follow the story. And even though it's an older movie, it totally held up. <laughs> older. Yeah. Old. I didn't say old. I said okay. older. <laughs> I, was, I was careful. One more <laughs> thing. Here's, here's a weird thing. It's from 09, and that's when Vampire Diaries began. So there's uh-huh. kind of like you can look at the um, Venn diagram Ooh. of what's going on with both of those things in 09. What was up in 09? We got married. Oh. oh. <laughs> a lot of vampire content. <laughs> that's all I know about 09. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He knows that Vampire Diary started. You know that you got married. I just... Priorities. I'm just throwing that one out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bacola, how about you? Final thoughts? Would you recommend this? I would totally recommend this. I would actually watch this again. And I, you know, I am... You know, I'm rough. But this was so good. Like, it was really good. I would love to rewatch it to see, like, the little Easter eggs I missed. And we talked about some of them, but, like, just to see and be like, oh, that's smart because that's going to connect to that thing later. Mm I thought it was well done. I I also think that there was enough moments of tension that the people that came for tension would be satisfied. But there was also enough of like character development that like I I want to go. I want to know what these characters are thinking and doing. And mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't like oh we're gonna just fight and pium 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 pium. It was like there was stuff behind it. So um, I would totally recommend. Yay. Like I'm very excited about this actually. So thank you, Pete. Oh Not man, Julia. <laughs> I I would also recommend this movie. Um, my only the honestly the only time that I was like meh was they just had like a very long car chase at one point, and I'm just not a car chase gal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's like, still didn't they catch them yet? Yeah, I think like I went and got soy sauce for my pad thai. Like I was like, okay, this is like a good time to take a break. Um, no, but I I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that it was smart. I enjoyed that they had some just very good actors in it because I do sometimes feel like you know vampire films get they can be like a little. Ha- like hacky I don't even know if that's like the right word but like you know just very cheesy or very over the top and so I really appreciated that this was approached like it was like a serious movie about a serious topic and you know and it they happened to be vampire it it felt more like a virus movie than a vampire movie if that makes sense yeah Yeah, I totally agree so yeah. I, I liked I liked that level of gravitas, if you will, that everyone brought to it. Yeah, um, and and sure. and so yeah, I would fully recommend it. I really enjoy, and I'm always just so excited when Bacola likes a movie because like <laughs> she is always raging I'm, on these I'm discussions. <laughs> She's always like, mm, "This is dumb." Yeah. So anytime she likes a movie, I'm like, "That means it's the best." Like everyone I, go see it. And that's not true. I do like the smart ones. I just you know some of them I'm just like I'm not about it. I'm just not about it, you know? I yeah. I, I usually just rely on Pete to pick movies most of the time because he's like, you know, nine out of ten, they're great. And even if they're like, they're great because they're bad, like that, those are also movies we like to watch. So uh, he, he picks good ones. Is there a vampire movie you would show your first graders? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Hotel, Hotel <laughs> Transylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hotel Transylvania. Oh, Hotel Transylvania is cute. We loved that we one. We loved that one. We loved that one. Um, my mom, uh, help, my mom is dating a vampire. That was, oh, it was okay. a DCOM movie. Yeah. 
uh, Disney Channel original movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah, but like, you know, that one was good. But no, it might have been a little rough for yeah, a first grader. First, first grade. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much. Where thank can you. people find the Vampiti Diaries? Like, blast away. Yeah, Let us thank know. Thank you so much for having us. We like your podcast. Um, I'm excited to see what's coming. This is season three, right? I'm excited to see what else you're watching. You don't have to spoil here. I'll, I'll check out the feed. Um, yeah. we're, the, we're the Vampiti Diaries on just whatever podcast thing. Stitch Spotify, Apple, what what have you. You can check out us on Instagram at High Dive Publishing or at Peter L. Harmon. And uh, I have some, I have a, a series of young adult novels that I write. I have a horror anthology book that I edit. And there's a bunch of cool stuff coming out this year from High Dive Publishing. And I am private on Instagram and I don't have Twitter. And so yeah. you can't follow me, but you can uh, follow Pete. <laughs> what, I, what I say on our podcast is like, if you have anything like weird to say to Ash, like just don't say it. Like if you have something cool about the show, like you can tell me and I'll like share it with Ash. Like we get some some nice comments sometimes and I just share it with Ash. But I don't want people like saying weird stuff yeah. to her or me or to, to be honest. That's very fair. Yeah. You can support me by uh, supporting him, reading his books. They're excellent. Oh. She gets all my money anyway. If I, <laughs> nice. So, That's no. true. Nice. Yes, Ash. Ash is like, yeah. She's like, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perk. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't have very much, but it all But it all is yeah. all for her. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Folks, thanks so much for listening. This has been Bite Me. You can follow us on Instagram at Bite Me the Podcast. You can email us if you so choose. We haven't checked it, but you know We will. We, we will eventually. Uh, so you can email us at bite me the podcast at gmail.com. I'm Julia. I'm Bacola. This is Ash. Pete. And this has been Bite Me. Bite Bye. Me. Bye.